Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Ryan Pineda. How you doing, sir? What's up, Michael? Hey, man. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but this is kind of what I've witnessed via social media. So over the last, I'll call it six months or so, um, obviously you've rebranded the Wealthy Way. I've kind of watched that, but also I've seen you interact a lot more with Grant Cardone and other other social media folks, and I saw an interview, I believe he was on your channel, uh, where you were mm -hmm. talking about, hey, should I be a billionaire, right? It, it, that was like an hour or 70-minute conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. And then by the end of it, I wasn't sure, right? I wasn't sure if you were going to say yes or no, and then fast forward two or three weeks. Now it appears, I think I've w watched a video or two, where it's like, this is how I'm going to do it, and it's not real estate. So um, why don't we talk about that evolution, if it's true? Uh, because I never got the sense from you, you know, the last couple of years that, hey, I'm going to be a billionaire. You're just going to be a good Christian and give. Now, I think you see being a billionaire as a way to give back more. Um, so talk about that evolution if it was one. Maybe this was always the plan. I don't know. It was definitely never the plan. Um, I'll tell you, my, my original plan was to <laughs> just get to the big leagues and, and make some millions playing baseball. That was the original plan. And then um, when that didn't work out, when I got into real estate, the plan was, how can I make six figures in a year? And, you know, I did that. And then it was like, man, how can I make seven figures? And, you know, I did that. And then, you know, now the companies do eight figures in revenue and, and the goal is to now get to nine figures in the coming years. And, you know, as my goals have kind of increased every step of the way, you know, I think we as entrepreneurs are never um, satisfied with where we're at, right? We always want to keep getting better. That's what drives us to innovate and do bigger and better things. But um, long story short, as you mentioned, as a Christian, it's been one of those things where I've, I've always tried to not like focus on the pursuit of money, mm -hmm. um, more so the pursuit of purpose. And if my purpose just so happens to make money, fantastic. And right. thankfully it has like, you know, the things I've done with social media and education programs and, you know, all these companies we built, like they're all very purpose driven. And it just so happens they make a lot of money too. And so, you know, going into that, I've never even once with any of my social media to this point, I've been like, Hey, my goal is to be, you know, a hundred millionaire, a cent, what's it called? Like to have this amount of financial freedom and, and this passive income. I've never said any of those things because to me, I believe I will never stop working. Like, I just don't think I'll ever stop. Like, I don't see myself ever retiring. And the, the reference I use is that, you know, in the Bible, there, there's never a reference to retirement. You know, Jesus says, hey, go and preach to people, go work really hard, and then chill on the beach when you're done. Like, that never happened. And you look at the life of disciples and people in the Bible, and you see, like, these people did it until the day they died, and many of them were killed for it. And so... In my life, it all goes back to that purpose of like, okay, well, why did God put me on this earth? Why did God give me the talents and abilities he's given me? Why, why do I have social media influence? Why am I running these companies? Why you know, do I have the skill set I have? And it's like, well, it's to serve the kingdom. And so how do you go about serving the kingdom with the skills that you have? And everyone has to answer this question if you're a Christian. Um because it doesn't matter if you're the janitor, it doesn't matter if you're the pastor, it doesn't matter if you're the Sunday school teacher, or it doesn't matter if you're the guy like me who might be the influencer slash financer. 
of all of these things, right? Um, I, I've seen it this year. I've been fortunate enough to, and I don't ever talk about these, but like invest multiple six figures into multiple churches to help build new churches. You know, that's not even talking about all the other stuff we do. Um, this is like literally just building brand new buildings of churches. And I see like, man, you need money. <laughs> these people need money to go like execute their mission. And who's actually going to go make the money and be willing to give it to these people? Um, because most people don't have the ability to make that much money. And most people who do make that much money won't have the heart to give. And so, you know, I just realized even after talking to a guy like Grant, who's not a Christian and, and many guys who, uh, you know, are striving to become billionaires are not Christians. And it's made me realize like, man, I do need to take this very seriously, like with influence as a Christian and with my ability to make money. It's like, how much am I capable of doing? And, right. you know, at this point, even for years, I feel like I've always had everything I've ever wanted to have. You know, it's like, I don't need 10 cars. If I have 10 cars at one point, I can tell you it'll be because I've made billions probably like it, you know, I just don't need a ton of other crazy stuff. Um, you know, unless it's an investment, if I, if it makes sense to go buy this, this house and it's going to be a great investment, I'll buy it. But like, you know, I haven't been super crazy about spending money to this point. Um, but yeah, I think after talking to him and just like realizing this is where I'm at today, um, trying to become a billionaire is more so my duty as long as it fits the purpose of what I'm doing. The moment it makes me jaded and I start neglecting those things and those reasons why, that's when it becomes a problem. Got it. Uh, that actually ties in with a video that I watched yesterday. I wasn't sure when it was released, talking about um, the flow of money, right? The flow to you and the flow away from you. Um, I thought that was a very interesting way to look at it. Again, you know, there's the whole millionaire next door idea, which you reference in that video about, hey, you know, make a bunch of money, live below your means, save, save, save. But that mean that's that's certainly not the wealthy way. You've got it. There's there's more to life and more things to do. So talk. Let's just give a little touch to that video. What it's all about. Talk about the flow of money. Yeah, it's funny because I I, I should credit in that video that I actually heard a version of this at church. Like this was this was a a, a sermon yeah. that I can't remember who gave it to me, but okay. it was like yeah, you know, like at the end of the day um money is going to flow to people um based on the value that they provide right and so uh if if you have a job at target or whatever um if you work for 20 bucks an hour that is what the value of society placed on your work it is what it is to work at target is a 20 dollar an hour job you may be best person ever working there, but you're still going to make it right. And they don't get paid anything, right? She's making like 40 grand a year. And she was the breadwinner for a while for us. Um, and, you know, it's just like, what does society value teachers at? Not very much, right? Even though we can all say morally teachers are the best, you know, they're amazing. We need more teachers. And it's like, well, if society only values them at 40 grand a year. It just kind of is what it is, Right. And, you know, I've seen in other careers like salespeople, those people make a ton, right? Because society values salespeople extremely high because these guys are out there generating revenue. And, you know, I even bring it back to the church and nonprofits, right? How much people are willing to donate 
is a direct reflection of the value they see that you're providing as a nonprofit. It's like, man, yeah, there's a lot of nonprofits who are doing great things, but society just doesn't see it. And therefore they're not giving you money. So um, long story short, I've realized the more value I've been able to show people and provide the more money that just comes to me. People want to join my companies. People want to join our programs and we just make more money when I'm able to just showcase my value more and more. Um, but here's, kind of where it gets interesting is, okay, once you understand, all right, you know, I'm not going to make excuses anymore. I am not underpaid. I just am not in a position where people value me enough yet. And I need to go show my value in a better way. Now you need to look at how does money flow? Okay. If that's how money flows to you, how does money flow through you? Okay. Yes. And this is where it came to the church sermon of, you know, well, you can really see somebody and their priorities based on how money flows through them. Okay. Yeah. If you have somebody who gets money and they immediately go out and donate, they tithe, they are willing to help other people, um, they're willing to invest, they're willing to save, they're, they're doing all the right things. You can say like, okay, that person is like a very responsible, good person, right? Um, then you see, you know, some people on the other end who may just spend every dollar they get, right? You're like, man, that person is probably pretty financially irresponsible. You know, they, they spend every dollar they get. Um, but also you get to look at what are they spending it on? And if you start to notice, man, this person is only spending it on things for themselves. You're like, well, I can probably guess that person's pretty selfish. Now, it, who's to say that's right or wrong? It is what it is. It's just, I can tell you who you are based on yeah. how money flows through you. Money does not yeah. lie, right? No. Yeah. And so if you tell me you're a generous person, but money never flows to other things beyond you, you're not a generous person. I don't care what you think you are. You're not. And so, um, you know, here, and here's, here's kind of where I wanted to make a clear difference though of, well, what is best for society, right? Well, I'll tell you this. I used to really think that the people who followed the millionaire next door were like, those were the best people for society. It's like, yeah, that person's being responsible. They're saving money. They're not spending anything. That's cool. And it's like, well, let's actually think about it. We're seeing it right now with this recession person who saves a bunch of money, but doesn't invest, doesn't spend, doesn't do anything. They just keep their money under their mattress is actually the worst person for society because they're not helping anyone. They're just like hoarding their money for a rainy day, whatever, and to each their own. But to me, that's probably the most selfish thing you can do. Um, on the other hand, if you have people who are spending all their money, I'm not saying that that, that end of the spectrum is that great either, but I can tell you this. The person who's spending money is creating jobs, helping businesses, keeping the flow of money moving in the economy, transferring that money to somebody else who's probably going to donate it or, you know, invest it or do something that helps keep the economy rolling. Like the worst thing that happens for money is when the flow of it stops. And so you see the flow of money stop when people are scared, when people are scared to spend, they're scared to invest. They just want to hold all their money super tight. That is the worst person for society. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We're going to we're going to roll that into video number three. Talk about what's coming next year, the recession. Are you excited, scared? Are you going to be holding your money tight? Are you going to be going big? Uh, one more time, folks, go to WealthyWayBook.com. Go get that book uh, today because it will be uh, released tomorrow. Ryan, thank you so much. Thanks, Michael.